go, yes, we rotate. 360 degrees, high, high, 360 degrees, high, high, 306, 306, 360 degrees, high, high, Hey, greetings, everyone. is Full Circle here on 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley. Uh, I'm Junior Jackson, got Ron Thompson on the board, and uh, we're going to be talking about revolutionary love today. Yes, exploring, diving, showing all the beautiful facets of it. Uh, we're going to be having representatives from Love Works Now, the Get Free Project, the Community Democracy Project, and hopefully the Poor News Network. Uh, my homie Josiah is uh, unable to attend with us and host, but he did leave a commentary. Hey, y'all should stay tuned, because to be honest, this will tune you into the things that are happening in 2016. Like, trill. So, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. So uh, the inspiration behind this show is the well-known Che Guevara quote. You know the one, at the risk of seeming ridiculous, let me say that the true revolutionary is guided by a great feeling of love. It is impossible to think of a genuine revolutionary lacking this quality. We must strive every day so that this love of living humanity will be transformed into actual deeds, into acts that serve as examples, as a moving force. And you know, Che was uh, ahead of his time. And by the way, we are on a 94.1 KPFA, 89.3 KPFB. We're also out in uh, Santa Cruz. Thank you all for tuning in. You can also uh, listen uh, online at kpfa.org. With the way the world is moving right now, it's, it's apparent that we need more love on this planet. And surprisingly, it's no longer a conspiracy, or thankfully, that Big Brother is watching us. We all know this. Edward Snowden, uh, we should saint that guy, give him some sainthood. We all know for, exact, for a fact that Big Brother is out to get us and is hell-bent on breeding as much fear in the minds of its citizens as possible which is why it's so important that we start to cultivate more love and start acting in love, acting based on love, rather than trying to exploit our fellow men. 
And the more we learn, the easier it is to escape this fear-mongering. We all know a deep hate is waiting just around the corner. I mean, for real, isn't it natural or instinctual to hate those who you feel are going to be endangering you and your quality of life? And, uh, you know, going through my own self-reflections, I felt it was important to display how individuals are able to transcend this instinctual hate, tap into infinite love, and start building something that we want to see in today's society. Now, uh, Josiah Luis, uh, part of Group 41, uh, put together a commentary to set the mood for today. And uh, we're going to play that. Please listen intently. Active listening, folks. And uh, we'll be right back. At the risk of seeming ridiculous, let me say that the true revolutionary is guided by a great feeling of love. It is impossible to think of a genuine revolutionary lacking this quality. Those were the words of Ernesto Che Guerra that we started our show with and have had as our theme for the night, revolutionary love. Now maybe during this hour, that small phrase and its immense notion has had time to really sink into some of you. The true depth and weight of what those two words mean for us, dear listeners, is what I want to go over with you. Revolutionary love. Because living here in the Bay Area, we hear the word love multiple, multiple times in daily greetings, in intimate declarations, and sadly, but of course expected, in advertising. One love. I love you, baby. I hella love Oakland. Love, love, love. The legacy of the summer of love that we Bay Areans have inherited. The New Age love with its crystals and self-help gurus. The much love for the Bay the Oakland youngsters have for their city. The modern love that people live in this modern time. Yes, without a doubt, the Bay Area is a place where love has found a home. But I invite you listeners out there to consider these loves that I have mentioned. Well-intended and well-meaning as they all are, they seem to reflect the passivity that sadly Bay Areans have dangerously embraced. We are extremely conscientious citizens who don't necessarily want to participate, but will generally donate online, repeating the I love yous as we go, holding these loves in our heart and on our iPhones. We walk through our neighborhoods, which will soon be too expensive for us to occupy. We shake our heads in sadness at the homeless men and women we see and don't notice the connection. And right before we go back into looking at whatever tech screen we happen to be looking at, the thought comes up. How can this happen when we've got nothing but love here in the Bay? Those loves that we've become known for are not going to change our living situations or help them street kids. Those loves of ours won't change any of the other things out there that distress us. We need for our loves to become an active part of this world. Not just a greeting or a wish, but something tangible that we can hold like a tool to help create change. We need to embrace a love that is going to get our hands dirty. A love that's going to not only make you work, but work in a way that you will be able to see the effects that it has in your community. 
That's revolutionary love. An active love. A love that will require movement and probably some pain. Revolutionary love is the love of community that you want to protect and is the love of your culture that you want to preserve. And just like the hippie love that everyone around here is so fond of, revolutionary love is also part of our collective heritage as people of the Bay Area. We should be commemorating and in these coming times, using the examples of revolutionary love that grew right here in our own backyard as inspiration and guide. I am speaking, of course, not only of the mighty Black Panther Party, whose milling imagery and often negative media portrayal overshadowed the numerous neighborhood improvement plans that they implemented over the years, like the school lunch program, which was so revolutionary at the time and was eventually adopted by all the public education systems of the United States, or at least they tried. But also more recently, the Occupy movement and their anti-corporate ideals and activism, two fine examples then and now of revolutionary love. Now for some, I imagine it will be difficult to make room for a new kind of love, to let go of the notion of love as something huggable and soft, something to put in a Hallmark card or weave into a hemp friendship bracelet. But I urge you, dear listeners, to try. At the risk of seeming ridiculous, let me say that the true revolutionary is guided by a great feeling of love. Take your love out and participate. Be active. Integrate your love face to face. Turn that passive love into revolutionary love. And I can genuinely say to you, that the changes the revolutionary love brings about emanate a warmth, a genuine warmth, and in some cases a fire that will keep you warmer than any feeling that you're likely to get at a fish concert or at an afternoon at lotus.com yoga studio. I can guarantee that. Yo soy Josiah Luis with Full Circle. Yeah, you're listening to Full Circle here on 94.1 KPFA. Uh, before we get into revolutionary love, a few things. Josiah Luis, thank you very much for uh, setting the pace for us. Um, I neglected to show or to say that it would be intentionally rasped, ruffled, sound like it's coming from a, uh, a megaphone, and uh, that was done intentionally because I like the sound of that. <laughs> Um, thank you all for ho for uh, donating to KPFA. This is listener-sponsored radio. We're only able to do what we do because you all, the listeners, are subsidizing us to do, you know, fun stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's jump into this. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of amazing beings talking about revolutionary love today. We're going to have something like a roundtable. Uh, so I'm going to briefly introduce everyone, and um, hopefully they'll be uh, saying a little bit of something back to me. And then I will uh, go into a music break, which will be done by uh, Najee Amaranth and Omi from the Oakland Mind, which is a music collective that has much more than notes and hooks in their plans for the future. Uh, the Oakland Mind is always community building, and I encourage all you all, all the listeners, to come by to their donation-based Qigong and yoga 
on Sundays at Regina's Door on the on 15th Street in Oakland. Uh, how are you all doing? Doing well. well. Great. Yeah, we've also got uh, Jesse and Danette from the Get Free Pro- Project. They are masterminds behind a political movement that is really going to shake the foundations of everything you know and hopefully don't hold dear. Um, it'll be, it'll be uh, jumping off in a few months. Uh, tap in now and rise up with them. How are you all doing today? We're doing well, thank you. Very well, yeah. <laughs> Righteous. And uh, we've got Monica from the uh, Love Works Now, a, uh, an organization in the making that is centered around gift economics and collective economics. So those two things already make me all happy inside. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you as well. How are you doing, Monica? Doing great, Greg. Uh, beautiful evening to you and all the listeners. And uh, lastly, we'll be having uh, Tia of the Community Democracy Project. Hopefully the rain has her in a, uh, what we call, I don't want to call her late, but I already did. So uh, I look forward to speaking with you, Tia. Hopefully you're listening on the, on the radio as you're driving over here. Uh, she's a righteous organizer and attorney. So apparently, um, all attorneys aren't heartless and devoid of souls. Uh, the Community <laughs> Democracy Project, uh, they'll be instituting participatory budgeting and democracy in Oakland before 2016 is over. So if you're not familiar with participatory budgeting, research Porto Alegre in Brazil on your smartphone during the musical break, and you'll see what's up. Okay, music time. We're going to have Omi and Najee from the Oakland Mine do some freestyling because that's what they do. Yeah, man. The slums of the big town as packed with drama and danger as the squalid so, streets yeah, like of Nathan's Like you said, man, we, we're on me and Naji of the Oakland are collective, music collective, visionaries, community leaders, organizers, healers. Blessed to be in the presence. And bless the freestyle. Freestyle up the dome. What's a dog without a bone? What's a man without a home? What's a house without a loan? What's a house with a loan that you don't own? What's really being free? What's really gonna build another seed? How do you water the tree? If they say we in a drought, the water that I need only comes from my mouth. I got the whole game on lock and my life figured out because I already seen it and I planned out the route. I mapped it. This is what happens. You can take a picture. You don't need a caption. This is not for Instagram. This is not for fame because life is not a game. I don't do it for the name. Just eradicate the pain Cause I know that there's some shame That people can feel And that people will frame And it's life and contain So I'm making a change Money, money gon' come But it ain't about the money It's about giving knowledge to the young Giving knowledge to the elders
All you gotta do is think, all you gotta do is put the action to what you're thinking to. All you gotta do is prove, only to you, but then once you prove to you, you can reflect to the new, a new growth, a new mindset, a new people, a new time. Yes, in the present, cause the present is a gift, so we gotta birth it, let's give it a kiss. Straight up, man. Remember that's only chicken feet. You stepped in the big company. The gang boss. We just tell you how it is. We just tell you how it is. We come from the love members. Love members. Love works. Get free love works. Love works. Get free love works. Open mind. Get free. Get free. Love works. Cause the love is unity. It's divinity, it's clarity, it's for you and me, you and I, NTY, unified to the sky, solidified, let's vibe real high, come on, let's take it to an ascension zone, come on, we in the celestial home, come on, come on, come on, come on, we rising to the top, we rising, we rising nonstop, and yes, it's a surprise, but we can't let it lie, we gotta let it provide. And let it just burst from within and let it from without and let's not even live from within the doubt let's live from the faith and lift in the tree and the place and the seeds and we'll take the race to the better place of the world for the boys and the girls healing in the nation for the new creation a new nation we're building a new ceiling a new reaching a new teaching we're gonna stop preaching and start the season the seasoning we're Love cooking works. the pot we're cooking the pot non-stop everybody's gonna reach the top everybody's gonna works get free give it all get give free. it all Love works get free get free hey hey you're listening to 94.1 kpfa in berkeley this is full circle your host, Junior Jackson, here with a studio full of amazing people. You just listened to uh, Najee Amaranth and Omi from the Oakland Mind. Off the top of the dome. Omi Bahari. Off the top of the dome. Omi Bahari. <coughs> yes, I. Nice. Hey, thank you all for coming. Like, You just blessed us. We've been blessed for this whole 20 minutes, really. And uh, let's do some more of that. Thank you, man. Yeah. For real. And thank you, KPFA. <coughs> All the supporters, all the listeners, in the presence. Yes. Uh, hey, so um, let's just, uh, I, w- I want to let you all introduce yourself. So uh, can each of you uh, concisely, you know, like one minute concisely, explain to our audience uh, what your organization does? And uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's jump off from that. Uh, my name's Jesse. I'm with the Get Free Project, which is um, basically we're running 55 candidates for one seat, which sounds like a lark. Uh, some people think it sounds uh, amusing, but it's actually the creation of a network that will have more power than the government. It taps into the power that candidates have. And by working together, we can control the election, control who gets into power, and then control them after they're installed. So basically... It's a it's a means of revolution. Hey man, it is what it is. My name is Najee Najee Amaranth, aka Black Dynamite, aka Rap Extraordinaire, aka I like to have fun, 
you know. And I I started the Oakland Mind. Oakland Mind is, for all intents and purposes, a movement, you know, really based on art, music, and culture. Because art and music make up a culture. And depending on what the art and music say, amen, that that controls what the culture itself says. So we want to create a culture that talks about love, that talks about understanding, that talks about wisdom, that talks about natural living. Like, check out Dr. Sabi. He's pretty extreme, but a lot of things that he says, man, they're right. Hey, if you go lie. to the KPFA Apprentice webpage, uh, look into October 18th. We did an interview with Dr. Sebi. Oh, what? It was dope. And uh, uh, the homie did an extended interview with him, too, which is also online. Right on. Cool. Man. <coughs> well, yes. Uh, I am Omi Bahari. Um, blessed to be in the presence of everyone again. You know, I am a part of the Oakland Mine, as well as the Celestial Sisters, and, of course, an organizer within Get Free Project and Love Works. We're all in this together. We're all building this network. And I'm really proud and also just excited for everything to come in the year 2016. Um, we're really working hard and, you know, great minds. When we all think alike and then work in action, we're going to make it happen. So that's what we're all doing and I'm blessed to be in the presence of everybody who's on this team and we're building this nation. So give thanks. My my name's Danette Lambert. I'm a community organizer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a community organizer and political consultant here in Oakland, California. Uh, I come to this project with uh, a bit of a background of I, I worked as a community organizer uh, advocating for our community outside of the system and then I got a job working for a city council member and I got to know very intimately how the city government works and uh, a lot of things really shocked and surprised me and I learned a lot and and what I learned was that a lot of our conceptions of how government works are are wrong. A lot of the the ways in which we think uh, the government moves, we have this misunderstanding of it. And what I when I left City Hall, I wanted to kind of explain that misunderstanding and, and teach people how to use their system. Because the main thing I learned is that our city council members don't have as much power as you think. You actually have more power outside of the system than they do within it if you know how to utilize that system. So with the Get Free Project, what we're doing is we're gonna teach people how to be candidates in the system so that they can learn how to use their city government and advocate for their rights outside of the government. Uh, you know, our motto is you have more power than you think and we're gonna teach you how to build power and get free. Bless. Straight yes, up. Great evening again. Uh, this is Monica Falcon. Uh, I am uh, one of the uh, collaborators and co-creators uh, for Love Works Now uh, website. Um, well, soon to be website uh, www.loveworksnow.com. Um, I am a deep lover of all people and the planet, and um, so I'm taking my life experiences and I've uh, been organizing, talking to everybody individuals small businesses spiritual uh, folks and um and the key the key to turning things around is love so looking forward to creating an online platform where we can all uh, see one another and uh, work together towards uh, love-based uh, economic uh, solutions and the gift economy yes Whew. 
I got the chills just listening to you guys saying your intros. I mean, there were so many things. Like, I'm taking notes, and I'm like, wow, okay, arts and music equal culture. Think alike, work in action, make it happen. You know, uh, I should probably just uh, be upfront with the listeners. I work with these people. Um, <laughs> we're so lucky. Uh, and uh, you know that uh, it's been said that, you know, people who are of a like mind tend to uh, coalesce together. And uh, that's happening right now. Yes. There's been a lot of people who uh, have noticed that what we're doing in society and all the things that we've been told are important aren't actually important. And uh, this brings me to something that I'd like for you all to comment on and let us know how you plan on changing this. Uh, I was driving on the freeway and I saw an armored vehicle. Like mm-hmm. It looked like a, uh, like a military vehicle, all blacked out. No, uh, no identifying anything on it. Now, I know this was a police vehicle because I've seen these before in East Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, like SWAT coming out of it, going into a house. And it just seemed too normal. Like, why is this vehicle on the freeway? And um, I feel like that's very typical of where we are right now. Like, 1984 is normal, and that's scary. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to kick it off with Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not <clears throat> that's aesthetics is a big deal. The it, it changes who we are inside, and then we reflect that back out into the world. And when what we see is uh, armored vehicles, we engender that, we internalize that, and we harden. And something comes by and breaks that kind of thing up. Some kind of art car, some kind of exhibition, a mural on a wall, and we all feel that. And we all resonate with that. There's this uh, idea called signal crime that has gone around it's the idea that aesthetics predicates crime if an area looks shady and a person wants to mug people that's where they'll be drawn to Uh, nurture versus nature right right. yeah um right exactly so they they saw this as a solution but then it got twisted by uh bratton the police chief that tours around and he turned into broken windows policy and it's kind of the opposite instead we have increased police everywhere cameras and this makes people edgy if we see all the like uh, one of the comments is when people see those tanks they say to themselves are things that bad it's not it's more gentle and peaceful and kind than it's ever been in human history i mean our generation it's soft i mean when i grew up in the 80s it was insane and i'm so glad that there will never be a situation like that again with fully automatic gunfire as a regular part of my uh going to sleep at night you know um and it's still, it's still, you know, hectic, and it's still rough, and we need to do a lot of work, and it's unjust that things are as bad as they are where they are. But we need to recognize that, yeah, no, we've made a lot of success. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's like armored tanks in a place as peaceful or as quiet as this, I mean, they're, they're unnecessary. Whereas you have armor takes, you have all these SWAT, and you have all this weaponry and all these guns here in downtown, right? The part of Oakland that's, that's the most gentrified, downtown in West Oakland, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the, the crime, per se, is is gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, they're not, they don't even live here anymore. Whereas in East Oakland, police activity is limited. You might you might see them here or there, but when something, something goes down, they're nowhere to be found. So if you got all this $30,000 over budget to spend on protesters, what? where was the money to fix East Oakland? Mm. Where's that at, man? I, 
liked Occupy's tanks. They were giant trucks with speakers on them and people dancing on top. Yeah. That's, a, that's an assault vehicle I can get with. Man, me too. Yeah. Me too. Hey, uh, speaking of East Oakland, like uh, that's where I reside right now. My family's been there for at least two generations. Uh, I live like really close to my grandma too, which is a blessing. And um, economics is, you know, at the root of everything, at least in my opinion. And um, I know that we need to figure out how to break this. Um, what what are you, what are your plans, Monica? Wow, where do I start? Huh? Okay. Well, um, Greg, you, I, and the folks in the studio, um, some of them, uh, most of them actually, um, have uh, been getting together over the last uh, at least month probably, uh, talking about um, uh, uh, housing networks and business networks, uh, and uh, uh, as well as food uh, access, food justice. Um, there's... Uh, there's um, a lot of components to to Love Works now. Um, one of them um, that uh, that we've been talking about is uh, is uh, the housing uh, to create a, a sustainable, affordable, intentional uh, housing network. Starting with uh, the first home in the network, uh, three acre property here in Oakland uh, to be gifted to the community. Um, but uh, we can get go into more details later. Yes. You're over here like a Star Wars writer giving, uh, <laughs> giving cliffhangers. I like it. <laughs> hey, uh, so we're moving in this direction. Like, we all see what needs to happen. We all know that the government is not spending the money how the people at least all the people who I know want them to spend it. We don't need more tanks. We don't need more shotguns. We don't need more police. We need to work together to help everyone here, at least in my opinion. Um, Man, we need books in the schools that are up to date. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Accurate, yes. Accurate teaching. Because, you know, uh, they're starting to, um, like, wash out slavery in uh, the history books. Yeah. Yeah, man. And and on top of that, there's there's a really interesting phenomenon that's that's really not interesting and it's totally understandable given the situation where when a person talks about black history, the only history that that, that they come up with is slavery. They're like, oh yeah, man, I learned about Preach. black history, yeah. slavery, blah, blah, blah. They're not like, oh yeah, I learned about like Egypt. I learned about Anchi Kemet. I learned about the Moors. Don't happen. Mm-hmm. Just, it's not in schools, you know? Mm-hmm. Not Not in world history, not in African history. Or at least in those history books, they don't say who the Moors are. They just say the Moors were driven out of Jerusalem. But there's no background on who are these people. Yeah, yeah man. And it's, it's not okay. It's not cool. No. Yeah, but look, look at who's writing these history books, you know. If they're writing the history books, then they're not going to include our history. And the thing is that if we want that to be included, then we have to start being the writers of our own history. We have to start implementing our own policies. We have to start standing up and saying that that's what we want. You know, um, one of the issues that, you know, the Get Free Project is trying to address is the fact that civic engagement, you know, people actually showing up and voting, but not just voting, but going on and 
engaging with their uh, public officials, it just doesn't happen as much in our communities. We kind of see our public officials as enemies, and as enemies, we don't go and talk to them directly. What I saw when I was working in city council is that there's large amounts of the communities who will go and just have a meeting with their city council member and say, you know what, I want to see this happen, I want to see this happen, I want to see this happen, how can you help me make that happen? What I saw is that the people who are doing that tend to be wealthy, tend to be Caucasian, and uh, and they're they're controlling a lot of the policy. Why do you think that is, that the only people showing up are uh, wealthy Caucasians, European-Americans? So, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it like it say, seem like it is a white thing, because it's not a white thing. It ha- it's, mm-hmm. it's mostly a socioeconomic thing. These are folks who have gone to college, and they understand the government, they understand how to make policy, and they have privilege. Uh, they have entitlement. They believe that they have a right to uh, change the rules in their government, and they do. The thing is, we have that same right, too, but we're not taught that entitlement. We're taught to kind of stay in our lane, not uh, lash out, and when we do lash out, it's it's like at the last minute because we've been oppressed for so long, and we want to strike out, and so we do it that way. So you know that tends to lead towards wealthier white people who've been able to go to college. And and also, if I can add, um, uh, the uh, the term accessible language comes <laughs> up. You know, if we can find a way to simplify. Or translate, right? Yes. I mean, I I feel as though um, a lot of the the language, uh, economic language or policy. I mean, you you just get a glazed over look after yeah. a minute, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think it's going to be up to us to translate and to mm-hmm. put it in simple terms. Mm-hmm. And 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 why does it seem that uh, that laws? Um, well, laws. Um, uh, I guess uh, it, it just seems that, that sometimes all of this is written to confuse, right? Yeah, confuse, and to so. avoid culpability. Right, you know, right. They use language it, that won't actually uh, cause anything to happen. Right. For instance, if you say certain magic words like uh, military takeover, then suddenly you have to stop funding something. Uh, locally, there's all kinds of things. If you admit fault to a thing or acknowledge corruption then that kicks off all these mechanisms mm-hmm. to follow up with it. When uh, I worked on a mayoral campaign last year for uh, <clears throat> Shake Anderson, uh, one of the tenets of the campaign was to speak in clear and accessible and culpable language. Mm. Great. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I actually know that there are city staff who uh, would are advocating that, you, that records be put out at a fifth grade le- reading level so that everyone could read them, but without the backing of the community, then that doesn't happen. And I want to say, I really like the way that you said the word translators, because I think with the Get Free Project, that's what we're looking for. We want 55 people who can translate what's happening at City Hall to the community in a language that they can ex- understand, and then we can advocate for that simpler language to be a part of a city policy. Wonderful. Reflection. Yeah, and it's not hard to learn either. If you can learn anything, it's just something you got to spend a couple weeks at, and then suddenly all these terms just become commonplace, and then you can speak the cryptic language if you choose to. And a lot of people get intoxicated by that sense of elitism. But that needn't be the case, and uh, one can grab those tools and use them any way they want. Hey, so uh, we're here on 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley. This is Full Circle. Uh, This is our revolutionary love show. And uh, we're going to be taking a music break in a second. But I'd like to let you all know that at the Alan Bluford Center for Justice, um, they're celebrating Alan's 22nd birthday. 
by holding a holiday food and toy drive. So if you got some time, maybe you're about to head out to catch a movie. Uh, and you've got some food, non-perishables, or some toys laying around that you don't need. Uh, they're going to be open from 7 to 10 p.m. And that's uh, 2434 Telegraph. And uh, if y'all haven't been able to go and check out the first Friday or their open mics, you should definitely do that in 2016 because a lot of love is getting pushed out of there. Yeah. So uh, First Friday and second Saturday. <laughs> Thank you. 360-degree cipher. Yes, of the big town as packed with drama and danger as the squalid streets of some native quarter. So, you know, we, we are back again, live in the mix, straight off the top of the brains. I mean, man, what else can I say? I got some skills to display. I display my skills in a very skillful way because I know that the way to parlay is how I explain. Any thought that can be contained within a human brain, mainframe will not be the same. I'm a rap from here to the grave. I told myself when I was six, I would be brave. And then I grew up to be brave. And now it's okay. There's a lot of things I go through every day. huh? But I say that life is not a game, so why should I play? I take it serious. I spit till I'm delirious. Excellent, considerate, and deliverance. Deliberate. Everybody want to deliberate. But sometimes deliberation can debilitate. I seek to facilitate. And other rappers still seek to imitate other rappers. I don't care about the factors. I just talk about the truth because the truth is all I'm after. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 Greg. Every aspect of life. That's real. That's real. Through the hunger and strife. I say it's real. Reflecting every aspect of life. Real, real love. Real love. Real love. Real, real. Because the feeling is real. Realer than anything you can see or feel. You can reach. Make it real, reflecting every aspect of life, of light, of light. Let the light guide you, let the light provide for you, let it guide you through, let the spirit come within new. Come on, come on, call it your home. Let it do what it does, full circle, all love. Bruh, Greg, yo, what's up? Need to get on that, Greg. I know. Y'all are inspiring. Junior Jackson. Something. Junior Jackson. Constant rising. rising. (laughs) Yeah, I got too many names so that the government doesn't know what I'm doing. So when you say them all at once, it just defeats the purpose. (laughs) I'm just playing. We love you, brother Greg. (laughs) I'm going to just call you Mambo from now. (laughs) Mambo, get him, man. (laughs) Well, no, I don't mean to be dipping into your... Okay, so... We're here on Full Circle. I got some beautiful people in the studio. We're having a good time doing some freestyling. And uh, we're going to keep it moving. We're, we're going we're gonna to dive back into some freestyling because you can never have too much music, right? No, nah, man. Art it's music universal is culture. language. Straight up. They say art equals culture. And I believe that see the vultures circling above trying to get me. But I can't be caught, G. Uh, and that's just me 
yo, but it could be you. Hey, if you see what's inside of you, you can fly, you can fly, spread your wings, babe. You can spread those wings if you wanted to, but you're too busy buying shoes, and that's cool, maybe. But it ain't my thing. I don't need a Mercedes. I just need these two feet. See me tapping. I get you tapping. Head nodding. This ain't rapping. This is life. This ain't rapping. This is life. I came into the beast like Mac the Knife. I left that beast like an acolyte. I used to think I'd leave as a sacrifice. But I'm never sacrificial. I'm always on my toes, and you know that it's official. I don't need permission, and I never had an issue. If I had an issue, I would cry like rain and grab some tissue. I'm just saying, if you left, it's because I miss you. Came into the beast. I came into the beast, and then I left the beast with a mind and a heart of peace. I'm just saying, I want a peace, and I hope that you agree that peace in the streets is something we could see. But we all gotta stand up and fight for liberty, if you believe. I mean, it's about what you think, and it's about what you do. It's about building these links, so make your net work. Not about your net worth. Uh, that's the reason that I be selling shirts. Cause it's not about the money or the income. It's about making friends come. And then some. <laughs> let the rain shine. Let the rain incline your brain. Let the pet culture come on, come on. Yeah, we got these culture virtues, but we gotta take them all. We gotta bring the culture strong, the art in the whole, the art in the soul. Keep it in it, keep it in it, keep it in the reach, in the circle, and we'll teach. We'll teach the children to garden and make their own future. We'll make their own, we'll make our own, we'll make our home. Call it crown. Niggas world, niggas up. Niggas. All right. So uh, now that we've vibed up a little bit, um, let's jump back into it. Uh, It doesn't look like Tia's going to make it. Nah, she just texted. She won't be able to get here in the rain. Okay. Well, can you uh, just fill us in on what is the get... is the Community Democracy Project and why the Get Free Project is working with them? Uh, Get Free is basically modeled off of their vision. Uh, Community Democracy Project is about participatory budgeting. And what was the name of that city that you mentioned people should look up? Porto Alegre in Brazil. Porto Alegre in Brazil. Um, A lot of successes. Uh, Basically, participatory budgeting is instead of the government deciding how to spend money, people do in neighborhood councils. So you can decide what kind of resources you have, how everything looks. You basically take total authorship in your community. You can control your police. You can control uh, what kind of uh, resources you have, uh, what kind of services are there. And uh, and it just basically, in addition to giving power to people, it also brings people together. So people get together in these communities. And there are so many things that are changing in our society simply because people are getting over the, uh, the fear of saying hello to one another. Mm. This is a growing thing. People are bonding more. People are coming together, meeting with strangers. There's a phenomenon called the Eros moment, which is to describe how revolutions happen. Because there's always some kind of problem. There's always disenfranchised, dispossessed, suffering people in great masses, but sometimes everyone gets together in the streets like Tahir Square or in any kind of movement and people get together and they feel this love between them all. Uh. And 
CDP is basically uh, accepting that model that that of filial bonding where we all get together and we discuss things and we get to know each other in addition to using our power. Thank you. And uh, while we're at this point, I think it would be remiss of me to not make sure that our listeners understand what it is that each of you all are going to be implementing in 2016. So um, we're going to start with uh, Monica of LoveWorks now. I'd like for you to explain uh, the pyramid model that you've talked about and let us know like how that is going to be changing things. And then uh, we'll get into Get Free's... Uh, Okay, um, so let's see here, the visual. Um, so if we can uh, uh, draw a pyramid, say, piece of paper, and um, at uh, each of the, the corners uh, we have, uh, um, well, the first corner um, being um, a think tank. Um, think tank is uh, uh, people, individuals, businesses coming together um, with... Uh, with their heart-inspired uh, ideas um, around uh, uh, love-based uh, economic solutions, um, um, yeah, to uh, to create uh, this this uh, love movement, and uh, as I mentioned before, taking us towards a gift economy. Uh, the uh, next part of the pyramid um, is uh, commerce. So uh, there will be the beginnings, uh, like I mentioned, uh, about uh, a uh, housing network, uh, got the business network, uh, also food, uh, so addressing the need-to-haves. Um, and uh, there's, there's much more to say about that. I know I have to keep things short, but um, I do want to invite people uh, in January 23rd of 2016 to come see us at Corazón del Pueblo, uh, where we will be expanding more uh, in detail. Uh, about this, but uh, back to the pyramid. Um, in the other uh, corner of the pyramid, um, we have uh, a network uh, slash campaign where we bring people together, um, basically recognizing the unsung heroes in our community. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be breaking it down uh, starting here in Oakland uh, by zip code. Um, I, I didn't mention back in the commerce uh, part that uh, the thought behind uh, business uh, is bringing uh, the the wealth that's currently leaving our community, bringing that back, and um, and so yeah, so uh, we'll be uh, um, uh, we'll be uh, uh, stewards uh, stewards of of the resources, and um, and uh, lastly. Uh, all of this working in concert to uh, towards a gift economy, uh, towards uh, free uh, uh, resources uh, for the community. Yeah, so, I don't want to give away any secret sauce to it, but yeah. there are aspects of your design that get around the false notion of scarcity. And just it's it's what you have designed. It makes me think of living in cities. We should have just as much wealth coming to us for free as much as if we lived in the jungle. There's fruit growing everywhere. Yeah, yeah. there's tons of resources, and it's a yes. clever design that gets us around this austerity illusion. Thank you, Jesse, for mentioning that. Because what I didn't mention is that uh, so currently. Uh, the capitalism that we're experiencing, it is uh, fear and scarcity based. So mm -hmm. this yes. is, Love Works Now is about uh, love and abundance based uh, economy. Uh, before we have Danette uh, break down 
get the Get Free Project. Uh, can you tell us the time and address of Corazon del Pueblo on the 23rd? Yeah, so um, the address uh, for Corazon del Pueblo, uh, thank you to Josefina, Jose, and uh, the team there. Um, their address uh, is at 4814 International Boulevard uh, in Oakland. Um, so the start time, um, that hasn't been worked out yet, but um, please do visit uh, uh, www.loveworksnow.com and we'll have all the details there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Danette. Yes. I love your idea because it's low-key, just like storming the political uh, scene and uh, letting people like actually get inside the machine and start staring at it, as you all like to say. Uh, can you break that down for us? Oh, well, I have to correct you and say it was actually Jesse's idea, and he brought it to me. And it's just, I, I think of it as an idea whose time has come, because as soon as I heard the idea... I could see all the ramifications for it. And when I talk to people who are in politics, I think that they understand it as well. What we're doing is um, we're utilizing the power of ranked choice voting to create a power base for community leaders. Um, so just to step back and explain what ranked choice voting is. See, Oakland has a special type of electoral system called ranked choice voting. Instead of the normal two-party system, Republicans against Democrats, where you vote for one person, in this system, you vote for three people, and you rank them in uh, in order of your desire to see them win. And uh, the way we talk about it is, you know, what you do is when you're voting, you want to rank your first person as like your heart, the person that you really believe is like the one who should be in there. Like this person just really resonates with you. Uh, the second person you vote for would be your value. So it could be someone who's maybe just not quite your heart, but you know, if they got elected, you'd be okay with them as well. And then the third person you vote for is your strategy. It's like which person can help your first person get in there. Um, and so this system has been in place for a couple years now, and it's had a very interesting effect on politics. One, it's made politics much kinder. Mm -hmm. Like when you have more people in the race, it doesn't make sense to go after one person because you kind of get dinged for being a jerk actually in the system so it actually has made politics much more living but it's also allowed people who wouldn't normally be considered for candidacy to be in the race uh, so you know a lot of people talk about the establishment right and a lot of times the establishment really does pick the candidate and the reason for this is the establishment vets candidates to make sure that they're properly qualified for uh, for the position that they're going into. And so they keep a lot of people out of the, the system. But with ranked choice voting, anybody can run. You can run not to win, but you end up getting power for yourself by collecting votes. And that's what we want to do is we want to recruit 55 people to run not to win, but to create a power base for them. So the way that they will do this is they'll go and they'll talk to community members and they'll ask them to vote for them, number one. And they'll ask those community members to agree to vote the way that they decide to agree vote for number two and number three. Then those candidates who are running to win. So in this example, we're running in the Oakland City Council at large race. So Council Member Rebecca Kaplan will be running in that race. 
things, she will have to negotiate and and talk to all of those candidates and really convince them that she should be their number two. That creates a power base for those individuals because even if you only have 50 people voting for him, that's 50 votes that Rebecca Kaplan's going to want to get. And then what we want to do is after the program, after we've we've created these leaders who have uh, learned the system, taught the community how to use the system, and understand how to work the internal politics, then that becomes a group that then is a communications platform between the person who wins the city council and the and the people in the community. So when the city council member wants to get a message out to the community, they know they can talk to those 55 people. And when the community wants to get a message up to the city council, they know they can talk to those 55 people and those 55 people will get an audience with that city council member. Hey. Yeah, uh, Jesse, thank you for bringing that brainchild to fruition oh it's just inspired by a community democracy project so it always goes back yeah, yeah. <laughs> the interconnectedness of everything hey uh there's going to be a uh, 45th annual winter crafts fair this uh this weekend on the 19th and 20th from 10 a.m to 5 at the uh, craneway pavilion and uh, the oakland mine is going to be there and uh i need you all to like what do you guys have planned because i know now, Genius has lots of things on his brain. Man. And, uh, yeah, what's what's in store for the Oakland Mine in 2016? And uh, the, 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 the end of 2015 is actually going to be pretty interesting. We have two events at a community center called Columbo. Hey. 2313 San Pablo Avenue. Africa Town. Straight up. The, the first event is going to be next Thursday. I think it's Christmas Eve. And uh, that's going to be a cipher. We used to have the cipher over there. We're bringing it back to Colombo, you know, because the cipher is very healing for the community, really. It helps the person to to be able to understand the things that they feel and express them in ways that are productive and it helps to let them things go. And on the 31st, we're having what's called Kakilamba, which means celebration. We're having a celebration, you know, for our ancestors, for ourselves as well to help us heal. Once again, at Colombo, 2313 San Pablo Avenue. Uh, what are Straight the times up. for both of those? The the cipher on Thursday is going to be from 7 to 11. And Kakilamba is going to be Kakilambe. from 6. Kakilambe is going to be from 6 to, to 1 o'clock? To 1 o'clock. And Kakilambe means celebration in Swahili and Yoruba. And we're going to just be calling in the ancestors because they have the answers for us, especially within 2016. We need to just start go, go back to our roots and start listening to what they've been trying to tell us for the longest. That's through meditation, qigong, the yoga, mm. um, healing yourself from within w- with what you put inside your body from cooking and eating and the knowledge that you're reading and seeing every day. For you real. Know? So... We're just going to offer this this uh, space, of course, at Quilombo and this night of healing and communal unification so we can all have a safe place for our melanin to come and generate and give the love intention that we need for 2016 and all the years to come. Exactly. And as Greg said earlier, every Sunday at Regina's door from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock, We'll be teaching Qigong in various forms of yoga, including Kundalini and Kometic Yoga. Yes. And we will also have a class very soon at Quilombo for Qigong and everything. And Capoeira. And, man, beyond that, we got a show every second Wednesday at Layover. 
1517 Franklin Street, 10 o'clock. It's called Jamboree. Jamboree is a party where you can have fun, man. Express yourself. If you've got instruments, bring your instruments. We will let you on stage with us because yeah. it's it's not just for us. It's for the community, man. Yes. And the, the way to build community is to bring people together around one thing or another thing. And if I'm going to bring somebody together... It's going to be around something positive, something that helps enlighten people, something that helps open up eyes, and something that is fun, that's enjoyable, man. Yes, it's well needed. It's too much going on in this world not to enjoy <laughs> yourself. Exactly. And something else that I wanted to mention that I didn't get to in- uh, mention in my intro, um, the well, it's already been like a, a fruition that I wanted to manifest already, but you know, it came through the Oakland mine as well. We birthed um I guess we wanna bir- we wanna say we birthed the the wombs, which is the women's of the mind, body and soul, the goddesses spiritually ascending for the community. And um it's a similar like we're doing the same thing as the Oakland mind, just in collaboration and in sync and giving sisters and women the opportunity to have a sisterhood and commune with each other and create with each other and build this nation. So it's the women of the mind, body and soul, the wombs and we have so much like events coming up for the years to come. We're gonna be in collaboration with the Kaki Lambe um celebration on the 31st and we just look forward to like educating educating the community especially the youth young girls need an outlet and we want to offer a sacred woman training yes uh, um for all the women to come and you know gain the knowledge and then give the reflection back to their community with their gift and their talents thank you all for coming um sharing this hour with me like i'm very very grateful we've got jesse and danette from the get free project naji and omi from the oakland mine monica from love works now this is junior jackson here for uh, full circle on kpfa um, I hope you had a pen and paper ready for all the events that were happening. For I was real. jotting down a few. Uh, January 23rd, Corazon del Pueblo, Colombo next Thursday, and on the 31st, every second Wednesday at the layover at 10. Alan Bluford's B-Day celebration toy drive is today until 10. Um, and is there and, still going to be a, a Love Works Now? Uh, yes, Greg. I wanted to mention, it was brought to my attention, I almost forgot, uh, this Sunday, a CDP meeting at 630 uh, at the Omni Commons at 4799 Shattuck Avenue. Love Works Now will be uh, presenting the project. Come Ooh, get the details. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, Love Works. All right. Thank you all for joining us here on Full Circle. All be right, well. Sure. Peace yeah, out. Thank, thank, you. thank you to all the my technical directors. You. Peace be into you, man. All the board ops. Peace. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>